0: Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report, I'm DJ Pfeiffer. And I'm Don Pfeiffer.
1: We've been studying God's grace for a while now, DJ. In a few weeks now, yeah, almost like a month or maybe more, I don't know. Well, today, I don't just want to talk about grace, but I want to talk about the power for us that is in God's grace.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: DJ, I'd like to start by reading from Ephesians chapter 1. The whole first chapter is really good, and, and we should read it over and over again, but let's start today with, well say verse 13 and go on through verse 20.
0: And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he purchased, to us, purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Mm-hmm. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He called, His holy people who are His rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for those who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated wow. him in that place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Oh. Wow. You see, Paul was praying
1: that God would show us the exceeding greatness of his power that is already on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. We saw in God's word last week, it's the same power that God used that was in Jesus to raise him from the dead. That's what Paul's saying there, too. Yeah. The same power is on the inside of every born-again believer. That's an awesome biblical truth that few of us believers have fully understood. Yeah. And if we don't understand it, we're certainly not going to access it or use it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the reason why so many Christians aren't receiving more blessings. No more so than their unsaved neighbors, I might add.
0: The truth is the devil gave everything he had to keep Jesus in the grave. That's right. But Jesus rose from the dead and overcame the power of the enemy. Wow. Yet many Christians today are saying, God, would you please help me?
1: Would you please heal me? <laughs> We're praying like we don't have God's power and ability already in us. Really, we're just expressing how full of unbelief we really are when we pray this way. And I'll say this. If you're not seeing the power of God manifest in your life, it's not because God hasn't given it. It's because you don't yet have the mind renewal to this gospel truth. So you're not releasing his power because you
0: don't know you have it or you don't believe it's already on the inside of you. But God's word clearly shows that God has already given it by and through Jesus. God's grace has already been provided to us. Wow.
1: The important question for us is this. Are we going to reach out in faith and partake of God's awesome power? Or will we just keep asking God as if he hasn't given it yet? Are you going to continue in unbelief saying, Oh God, would you please move for me in my life? When the Bible clearly reveals that he already has. Are you going to continue to ask him to heal you? When the Bible says that by his stripes you were healed. Were. Past tense. Exactly. Are you going to keep asking him to give you joy, peace, and pour out his love in your life? When the word clearly says that you already have the fruit of the spirit, yep. which is love, joy, and peace. Right. yep. It's already on the inside of you. And that is the good news that Christians today need to understand. I know I keep repeating ourselves on this subject, but it's a real problem today because the way the vast majority of Christians pray is nothing but unbelief, and it's the reason they don't get results. Now, I'm aware this might sound offensive to some people. The truth is, many Christians aren't happy with the results they're getting, yet they become offended if someone suggests to them that they're Praying incorrectly.
0: Yeah, they want to just keep doing the same things. Dad, you like to call it religious traditions. I mean, I just call it habit, but they still want different results. Exactly. I I think the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. (laughs) That's just crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You're right,
1: DJ. If what you're doing and the way you're believing isn't manifesting results that coincide with what God's word says then you ought to consider that maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Yep. Listen, it would be a much more effective way for us as believers to just begin thanking God for what we see in his word that he's already done instead of asking him to do something that we don't think he has. Mm. Here's the thing. It takes real Bible faith to thank God When you haven't seen the results yet. Yeah. DJ, read what it says in Colossians chapter two, verse six and seven. Just a couple pages over.
0: Colossians two, six and seven says, And now just as you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Oh, there's the thanksgiving. You see,
1: that scripture reveals to us that our faith would rise up, and it abounds, is full of thanksgiving. Yep, that's right. You see, if we would start thanking God, our faith would grow, and it would rise up, and all of a sudden, things would start happening. It's a much better, and it's a more productive way to pray. Yep. Just say, oh, Father, thank you. Praise you. Thank you. Praise you. Thank you for what you've already done for me.
0: It's a lot of thank yous.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, thank him over and over and over again until you believe it. Yep. If we would spend enough time meditating on and thanking God for what he's already done through grace, then eventually we'd have to start believing yeah. it. And the moment we start believing it, God's grace mixed with our faith will release the supernatural power of God, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Yep. Then we will experience it in our lives, in our life situations, and in our physical bodies too. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we should go around testifying and claiming things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. However, I am saying that we need to get to the place where we believe so strongly what God's word says
0: about what God has already done. Yeah. Truthfully, whether we've experienced it yet or not in our bodies, it's kind of arbitrary because no matter what we see and feel, we know that God's promises are always true. Right. Sometimes we try
1: and we fail. I mean, we say, well, I tried that. No, it tried you and you failed. Right? You know? Yep. Now, I'll say this. None of us have fully understood or I don't know anyone that totally lives by this. But I can say that I've been leaving my old natural way of thinking. Right, DJ? You too. That's right, yeah. And we're replacing it with the truth that we see that's in God's word. And it's working. We're seeing results. Yeah, It's working for me. It's working for DJ. And it'll
0: work for you too. This should become our new normal. Well, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we should walk by faith and not by sight. Absolutely. When you get to the place where you see what God has
1: already done for you by grace, you will enter into it by your faith, and you'll begin to rejoice. I believe that most of us are living far below our God-given privileges. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. I'll say that again. I believe that most of us, believers, Christians, are living far well, especially below unbelievers. our God-given <laughs> privileges. Through years of religious wrong teaching, we have developed an entirely wrong mindset about and towards God. Yep. Oh, we believe God can do anything, yet we feel we must we must
0: pray hard or beg and plead with him to get him to move on our part. What we're saying and trying to teach from the word of God is there's a much better way. Absolutely. By studying God's word, we can find what God has already provided by his grace, and then we can just appropriate by our faith what he's already provided, all the blessings, it all the
1: will manifest, good then.
0: things that he— has already given us. That's why it says in Hebrews, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, because you have to please Him to get the get His um, rewards, get His, his blessings, yes, yeah, His promises.
1: And here's the good news: you don't have to labor at it to make mm. it happen. Yeah, it's not based on anything you can do. Yep. it is a little work. You you have to change your mind. You know,
0: but you have you to can change do it. your
1: thinking. That's awesome. DJ, read what it says in Matthew
0: ten eight. Matthew ten eight says, "Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out the demons. Give as freely as you have received." Wow, you know he's, that's Jesus talking.
1: He's talking to his followers. Yep, aren't we that today? Yep. How many people think they can do that? Not very many. No. You see, the reason we can heal the sick is because of grace and because the power of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of us. Right. That's a command for us to do that. Yep. You see, nowhere in the Bible are you commanded to pray for the sick. However, we are commanded to heal the sick. That's a good point. (laughs) There's a huge difference between saying you're healed in the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Or just saying, Father, if it be your will, will you please heal this person? Yeah. I'm sorry. But that's a weak prayer,
0: and there's no faith in that kind of prayer. Well, because there's nothing on the line. Exactly. If it's your will, I don't know. Maybe you do it. It, it. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. We're leaving it all up to God. Yeah. Whatever it will be, it will be. Que sera, que sera, sera. sera. No. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not the <laughs> biblical truth. No. DJ, read what it says in Acts. Chapter 3, verse 6.
0: No. (laughs) Acts 3, 6 says, But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk! Exclamation point. You see, that's
1: our example, Peter. We need to stand up in faith and speak like Peter did when he entered the temple with John. Yeah. To the lame beggar who was asking for money, Peter said, silver and gold I don't have. But, in the, but what I do have, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I give it to you. Get up and walk. Yeah, it's powerful. Peter prayed a bold prayer of faith, knowing that God had already provided healing by grace. Instead of trying to believe that it's going to happen, We need to get into a position of faith where we believe it's a done deal. Yeah. The biblical truth is it's already been done. You've already got it. So we need to quit trying to get it and just operate in
0: what God said. Yeah. It's already done. Really, that's the difference between our personal victory or our defeat. It's between healing and remaining sick. Yeah.
1: You see, faith reaches out and appropriates what God has already provided for us by grace. Mm. We don't have to ask, we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead with God, because He's already supplied it. It's just a matter of us believing and then receiving. DJ, I'd also like you to read what it says in 1 John
0: chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. 1 John 5, 14, and 15 says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Now,
1: the the reason I wanted you to read that is because some people might be saying, see, that scripture says, it's talking about that you need to ask. Yeah. So, we need to ask. Well, I'll say this. Certainly it's not wrong to ask. But It says over, elsewhere in the Bible, ask over, and you will receive. Right. Over and over again it does so it does say that God has already provided everything. Yep. So technically, you don't have to ask to get it. I think the correct understanding and the correct application of this is in the attitude yep. in which you ask. Yep. You see, let me give you a biblical example. DJ, read what it says
0: in Matthew six nine through eleven. Matthew six nine through eleven. Pray like this: Our Father in heaven, may you may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. We'll stop right there.
1: The part where the scripture says, "Give us this day our daily bread," that is a petition for God to meet our daily needs. However, it's not a, would you please give us this day our daily bread? Right, yeah. Question mark, wondering if and when God will do it or not. Yeah. No, it's really just, it's a demand, but it's a polite way of saying it. Right, yep. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't ever acknowledge our needs or make a request to God By saying, God, I need you to supply something for me. However, it shouldn't be in a form of a begging request.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's where people get it wrong. It shouldn't
1: be a request that has a question mark at the end of it. Like, if it but be thy will.
0: Right. Showing doubt. Or you just don't know if God will do it or not. Yeah. What you need to do is just a, more of a polite way of coming to God and saying, Father, I know you've already provided all my needs. I'm just now ready to receive it. Can I have it now? Absolutely. You see,
1: it's not wrong to petition God in faith, but we need to be a believer, not a beggar. (laughs) To throw a prayer out there not knowing if God's going to answer it or not, or feeling like you have to be good enough, be Get rid of sin in your life first or beg him or plead with him. Yeah. That's just a religious concept. And so many people do that. Well, no matter how popular it is, it's absolutely contrary to what we read in the scriptures and the way the scriptures teach. Yeah, for sure. People often pray, Lord, if it be your will, please heal me or please move in a certain way or do this for me in my
0: life. You know, no. what, you know what, if it be that will could also translate to, hmm. I don't know what your will is, but I'm doing this just in case. Well, he gave us a book to find out yeah. his will. Yeah.
1: No, it is God's will. The scriptures teach over and over and over again that through grace, God has already supplied all your needs. Yeah. We've shown that in previous podcasts. So instead of approaching the Lord as a beggar, we need to approach him as a faith believer. That's right. We need to show God that we believe him yep. and that we trust the promises that are in his word. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to end today, DJ. Okay.
0: I also want to say this. This is a powerful biblical truth and a proper understanding and application of it will change your life. It has for us. It
1: certainly has. You're absolutely right about that. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you will continue to listen to our podcast. and We hope that God's word will move in your life and you'll see blessings flow. Um, because if what we're teaching is the truth and you start to learn
0: it and believe it, it will be effective in your life. And if you enjoy what we're saying, if you want to keep listening and watching us, subscribe on YouTube. Um, and there's a little bell that you can click that you'll get notified whenever we put out a video. We put out a video every Saturday at noon. So like the videos, comment, subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. Thank you for watching and we hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you guys.